Uh, we want to first uh, thank the people who have supported us by uh, using PayPal, which uh, there's a link on the Facebook page on DrakeHallMemphis.com and on the app. And a number of you have um, um, made a little uh, nice uh, contribution there to support this. This isn't free to do, see. Uh, nothing um, is free. And this is one of these deals where we need the support to carry on and to do it. I mean, anybody in, in, in this business needs some kind of support, and that's why we have that up there. It is to uh, sustain us and keep this as a functional place to hear music and the podcasting and Lawyer Bill and uh, the West podcasts and um, all the things that we do. So we thank you. You can still do it. We hope you will. Tell a friend. Uh, it's just It says support on Facebook, on DrakeHallMemphis.com. There's a link, and you can uh, do whatever you feel is the right thing to do. And we sure thank everybody who has done that. Don't stop now. Need, uh, we need to keep this on the roll. So thank you. And thanks to all of our friends that um, uh, advertise on this podcast. Coming to AutoZone Park, the Burt Keishner Fully Loaded Concert Extravaganza. This is a night of laughter from Burt Kreischer. This guy has been around for a long time. You've heard about him also on the show. Mark Normand and uh, Tiffany Haddish, Big J Okerson, uh, and a couple of more guys. It's July 8th, AutoZone Park, downtown. Tickets uh, available. You can see the ad on our Facebook page to find out where to get those tickets. But these shows sell out, and they are a night of laughter. Family laughter, I'm guessing, because it's at AutoZone Park, a baseball park, and they, uh, I'm sure, like it to be you know, good, clean American fun. So thanks to those people. Thanks to our friends uh, at Allen's Automotive. He is uh, He's on vacation this week, but when he gets back, he'll be checking his uh, email. You can find that email address on his website or on his Facebook page and, and or call the number and ask him to call you. 332-3279 to make an appointment to have your truck and or car serviced and taken care of. That's what he does. The Ready Room Brew Pub. We thank Mike and Mark and their staff. It's a great place. Lawyer Bill was there and enjoyed the food. Wednesdays and Sundays, they have a full menu of appetizers and uh, nice bar food, but it's kind of a higher level of bar food. And um, a litany of beers and um, just all kind of stuff. Hook Point Brewing is out in Collierville, and they uh, produce and bring the beer to the Ready Room Brew Pub. It is on Brookhaven Circle West, and you can find it and enjoy that and discover um, craft beers. Some are really nice and light, and some will make you see stuff, and that's fun. <laughs> so uh, we we thank all of these fine people. Who did I miss? Anybody? I hope I didn't forget anybody. Uh, let, let me add hookpointbrewing.com and Allen's Automotive yeah. Center.com. Thank you, ma'am. Very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so support these people that support us and uh, support us, and it goes a long way. All right. On the Facebook page, Sid puts up things that sometimes I think, what? And then we have 800 <laughs> replies to it. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so the most recent one you did, um, just say what it was. And I was trying to think about some of these bands and there really are more than you realize, but go on and 
state yeah. the question that was on, on Facebook. And I will say some people's answers, and this is what I meant to happen. It doesn't matter if somebody in the band died, just simply which band do you wish still had all their original members? And that's the question. Okay. Well, if someone's dead, that ain't going to, uh, well, um, yeah. All but right. Just I didn't, you know, spell it out. This is what I wanted to happen, though. I didn't want it to have to be limited to, well, that can't happen because somebody's dead. No, it's not going to happen. It's just, what do you, which, what is your wish, you know? And we can go around the room and you know what mine's going to be. But anyway, then I'll read some people's answers. Okay. Go ahead. You know what you uh, know who mine's going to be. Who? I, 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 this I, is going to be Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. I wish. Well, John Bonham is still dead, but they never did. They were never a band after him. So does that count? It, God, you're thinking into it too much, bro. <laughs> Just I wish, <laughs> I wish that everyone was alive and Led Zeppelin still had all their original members. Wishing one hand and shit the other. It's a. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's a Facebook poll. Don't overthink a, it. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Look, you would say Tommy Bolin, whoever he played for, or he Deep played Purple. for himself. Okay. <laughs> you better keep going before I make this into a bad. All right, bad Wesley. Moment. What? 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 what oh, Wesley it's going to be Rush without any. It's doubt, going to be so. Rush, even All though right. Neil Peart's dead and Rush is not a band anymore. That's still my wish, and I'm going to wish in both hands because I'm controlling this. <laughs> here's 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 the guess the overwhelming answer from people journey from what i can yes journey really okay journey oh, is an overwhelming i wish that well, band still had all the original Steve wait a minute even did well how about hold on if they want journey to have their original members steve perry ain't going to be in it anyway that's right god exactly right it is just too hard for y'all isn't it anyway um <laughs> he wasn't there for the <laughs> first two three records I know, so that, and you know. So that's bogus. I know, I know. They're, and they're those aren't attention. the ones. Right. Those aren't the ones that I had, but those were the awesome ones. Except for I loved Escape, but then who didn't at my age? Well, okay. Um, so bands of that ilk, um, their bon classic Jovi, lineup. Once they lost uh, Sambora, uh, that shit show was a shit show. Um, he may be back with that band though, so that could be cool. The Eagles, yeah, uh, did have not had the that. That lineup since um, um, what's the damn album uh, on the border? They, they changed starting then, so the Eagles are a band now that doesn't have Randy Meisner. Um, well, uh, Glenn Fry's dead. Glenn Fry, yeah. A bunch more. I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, uh, uh Bernie Ledden. Uh, was there mm. for a bit on a tour some years back. He's gone. More of these bands than you realize. All right, I'll go ahead. It Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. I'll have to see if there's a Fleetwood There's Surely. Somebody says Nirvana. That would be kind of, that'd be a double whammy, because, I mean, Dave Grohl would have to quit Foo Fighters. Uh, <laughs> Dave Grohl uh, wasn't their original drummer anyway, if we're still no, being that nitpicky. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, so this Walt does says, back nitpicking. I'm sorry, it just does. <laughs> it, it I know, gosh, does. darn you. Uh, well, you think of your own questions. Uh, somebody says ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, Sid just put us both in our places. <laughs> I think she did, yeah. So, yeah. Somebody says ZZ Top, of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, uh, Lauren says Queen. Yeah. Who in the heck, Brian, is Emmett Otter's jug band? Is that a joke? 
I have no idea. <laughs> Is that a joke? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look. All right. Gary and and probably a bunch of other people say Pink Floyd. Never Here's happened. Another... One yeah. of them's dead in, the t- in, the, yeah. in each other's guts. So. Okay. That sucks. Matt, and, and this is, would be my second, or tied with Zeppelin, is Van Halen. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, breaking in. And okay, that, breaking in. Is that, it Van Halen or is it Van no. Hagar? I think they mean Van Halen. No, I'm going back to Emmett Otter's Jug Band. Oh, you, right. did you look it up? Yes, it's a Christmas <laughs> special specifically directed by Jim Henson based on the 1971 book of the same name. Somebody is got it, into the weed some, over the weekend. That's hilarious. Is it yeah. Jim Henson, the Kermit the Frog guy? Yes. Well, not anymore, yeah. but yeah. Well, I know not anymore, but okay. Um, I saw a joke the other day. Uh, what did Kermit the Frog <laughs> say at Jim Henson's funeral? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Thank you. Good Stop night. It. Okay. Uh, Terry says the Foo Fighters. Yes, of course. Hmm. Graham says sticks. Oh, you! We play some good old sticks. I picked out about three songs that didn't even want to again heard them. If they want the original lineup, that's no Tommy Shaw. That's uh, uh, J.Y. James Young. No, James Young was still in it. He still is. It was another James James Karowski. Yeah. Was the other guy who was what Tommy, who Tommy Shaw replaced, and also we'll be real nitpicky and say the Foo Fighters started out as a solo project, so it would be just Dave on stage. But That's he could right. probably Dave, do it. Oh, Dave did everything himself on that record, and it's great. And it was, but well, yeah, it was really good. Okay. Jamie says Guar, because one of those guys died oh, like good. a few they, years they ago. Need to all go away. So, Bye. Uh, Alvin says Skinnerd. Did we already say Skinnerd? Um, Judy says Utopia. Bobby, the Beatles. That was Todd Rundgren and a band of Miss. Oh. I don't even remember who was in that band. Hmm. They were far out and bizarre, as I recall. All right. Todd Rundgren's Peter, Utopia. Yeah. Yep. Peter says the Stones. Uh, well, Mark's- you know, that's one that I could still sit and argue with people for a long time about. <laughs> what, what a better band they were with Mick Taylor on guitar. They're, they became a totally different band when he left and Ronnie Wood came into it. Mick Taylor was a, an incredible player, and he's never brought up because Brian Jones died. He didn't play anything, right? He just sang lead. He sang, and he would play the maracas sometime. Yeah, hmm. but uh, Mick Taylor was on was on everything. All those hits up through 1970, I think, when he had enough of their hijinks and heroin and left the band and then Ronnie Wood was on the first album with him was Black and Blue hmm. but if you go back and listen to this band with Mick Taylor it was an entirely different more complex and a better band I would. but then again after he was gone they did um, Tattoo You and uh, all those hit records so it's hard to say yeah, that, I love but, that one too but, though but the, but they were a, a great, great, great band. Uh, some girls, he was gone for that. But anyway, that's just me nitpicking. Go ahead. They had two great iterations, I thought. Or more than, yeah, more than two. One, uh, uh, Mike says the Almond Brothers. That's uh, one of the know. unusual ones. I was telling my, my uh, uh, son about a story involving uh, my life and uh, Greg Almond. 
long time ago. It's a uh, it's a it's a great great story. But um, when Dwayne Allman died, and I saw Dwayne Allman in concert, he is the one one guy that died really young, and he may have not been twenty seven. He was younger than that. But I was trying to think who replaced Dwayne Allman, and the answer is nobody did. Um, brothers and sisters came out because Dwayne was on Eat a Peach and he may have been only on parts of Eat a Peach but um, Brothers and Sisters that album which really kind of broke them because uh, of hits Ramblin' Man and stuff like that and the only guy that played guitar on it was Dickie Betts unless they had some surprise guests that played on that record and then Warren Haynes came along and was in and out of that band. And then did Derek Trucks play with them before he began his own band with his wife? I'm not sure. But they did not make a big announcement about a new replacement for Dwayne Allman. And that just didn't, and that is unusual. But go ahead. I'm learning new stuff every day. Another Mark says Molly Hatchet. Uh, oh. Dwight says Kiss. That would be like Wicked Lester, bro. Well, uh, <laughs> if if Ace could still, you know stand up and speak, that might be. <laughs> if they just all got along, David says the band. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Uh, who who left the band? the band? Uh, they once the last waltz was done. They there was Robbie Garth Hudson played the organ. Levon Helm played drums. Uh, uh, the two one of the there are two more. One guy that. Uh, hanged himself. I oh, can't gosh. think of his name. They didn't ever break up or add new members, I don't think. Um, hmm. Well, either way. All right, go ahead. Um, another mark says Little Feet. They were went through some really strange things. Um, Lowell George, which many of you fans of that band don't even know who he was, that was his band. He was the lead singer. He was a big dude. I... I saw them when he was alive, and he wore white overalls um, and shoes, I think, and no shirt. He was a really, really big, big dude. But um, when he died, they took some time off, and they brought in a guy named Craig Fuller. And Craig Fuller was the voice of the Pure Prairie League, and the oh, hit wow. Amy and all of I those songs. Song. And he... He changed his voice entirely to sound like you know, Little George, and he did. And they made some of their best, best albums after he joined that band. And then he finally left the band, and uh, Bill Payne, who played keyboards for them, ended up with the uh, Doobies for a long time. And when Fuller left, they brought in a female singer, whose name I don't know, which I thought was weird. And it, and it kind of um, made them fade up, you know, off into the sunset. But one more interesting band change. And I guess Lowell George died back in the 70s. So hmm. anyway, go ahead. This is Facebook comments of bands that you wish still had their all, orig all their original members. Guy says, yes. Frankie says the Bee Gees. <laughs> oh, what? the Bee Gees. Well, um, there were three of them and two of them are dead. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. That was rough. And Andy Gibb, their little nephew, right? He's long dead. Yeah, you know, Andy, Andy Gibb, no, that was Sean Cassidy was my first concert, never mind. But I had an Andy Gibb 
Don't I I tell an... people that. Do not tell anybody Too late. Ever Too late. God almighty. I was cool. I was in fourth grade. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I had an Andy Gibb record, too, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and a poster. Don't lie. You did. No, I didn't have a poster. I had Sean Cassidy posters, though. Uh, <laughs> Michael says the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Uh, Lena says Pantera. Yeah, that guy died. Sean says Guns N' Roses. I remember seeing the original Guns N' Roses at, I think, the Pyramid when the Pyramid was new, and they didn't freaking start till 11. Oh, they were, they were, were so mad, but it was worth died. it. Brenda says Alabama. I don't know about their story. Me either. Uh-huh. They've been around forever. Larry says The Who. Yeah. Um, yeah, once they lost Keith, they lost a lot. And then they lost Entwistle, and that was a long, that was a big loss. This isn't the Who anymore. It's Roger and Pete. Yeah, but there's they were great at the uh, forum sort of recently. You could recreate anything if you find enough talent to do it. You know, a Jason Bottom played. I would say you know damn near as good as his dad did. Um, he was really really good, and the Who carried on. With Ringo Starr's son Zach on drums for a long time, Zach Starkey. Yeah, and you know what? I think he was there. Was he? No, I don't know. He, I don't remember. He if might he, have been. If he was at the forum, but Beth, I want to say he was, and possibly does Pete Townsend have a son too? Yes, he does. Yes, he might have been right. there too. You told me and that I ha- too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I will send you um, because even though I had no voice. I will send you video because we had tickets and I freaking went and I just would clap the whole time. I couldn't yell. I didn't no, but no, Jay, we went and saw Jason Bonham last week at Graceland. And it was freaking incredible. I wanted to cry. He told What did he do? It was so good. He told stories about his dad and Zeppelin and it was between every song, it was so, so fun and so cool and so good. And he's great. Now you know, nobody uh, this this guy, I don't know, I don't know his name. Zeppelin no. songs are yes, they did all Zeppelin songs. Four top songs, okay. They did all Zeppelin songs, and the guy, like he almost from far away looked like Daughtry, but you know he put his own thing to it. But he kind of he could not. I mean, nobody can be Robert Plant. Nobody can be Jimmy Page. Right? David Coverdale tried. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, but the, no, the guy. Tried. I give it to the the guy had balls for doing that, playing with Jason Bonham, playing Zeppelin songs and singing, singing, you know, Zeppelin songs with Jason Bonham, that guy's balls. Um, and then the guitar player, we thought maybe, I'll have to look him up. He was this Asian guy, really good, long hair. I mean, he looked down, he had on like, he had on like uh, almost Elvis style glasses at first, so you couldn't see his face. I'm like, dang, he's Jimmy Page-ish, because he had like bell bottoms and he was skinny and he had this hippie shirt, you know. But they were really good, and the keyboard player was good. I mean, they were... The, oh God, I gotta send you some bad video. I gotta, you know, I just uh, had a tangent here. I uh, over the weekend we were up here, um, you know, playing songs, and I found something that blew me entirely away um, from a band that I am so sick of and have whined about for years. But they have done, they have redone a number of their hits with the Royal. Philharmonic Orchestra and they have taken some of their biggest hits and turned them to they're they're entirely different songs and they're mind-blowing but I had the sense to make a list of these tunes which I will send to Wes and we'll discuss it because it you won't believe it when you hear 
what Def Leppard did with this orchestra. It is it's oh, wow. mind, mind-blowingly good. I was really shocked. All right, go ahead. Let's wrap this up. A few more. Uh, and I, I want to read the good long one at the beginning. So, somebody said Soundgarden, Traveling Wilburys, ACDC, Motley Crue, bands who you wish still had their original members, Chicago, STP, E Street Band, Spinal Tap, <laughs> uh, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Oh, God. That's the... Who's- that's you remember the uh, movie that thing you do and there was a scene where they were the band was in a movie as a fake band for the movie for some teenage beach movie yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. the name oh, of the oh, fake God. band in the movie oh you God. and here's here's an interesting one from christopher huey lewis and the news he said i know nobody respects them Huey oh, has that's, they are that was an incredible band and yeah if he he can't i saw them live at least twice and they were remarkable and because they had some hits and were on you know fm 100 doesn't mean they weren't a great band they were incredible had some great songs and you know poor old huey is as deaf as a board mm-hmm. and yeah they can't sing but th- they were a great band really yeah that he he goes on to say, nobody respects them. Huey has Meniere's disease and can't hear anymore. But if he could, I would still prefer Mario on bass and Chris on lead guitar. I could accept the horn section as an addition to the band in place of all those times they had Tower of Power backing them up. HLN, I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, he, yeah, that's what he said. He says they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sadly, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame moved past their time several years ago and moved them, or they didn't, you know, and putting in all this other stuff instead of those. They weren't really hip enough it. for the R and R Hall of Fame. That's yeah. what yeah. They, that yeah. thing sucks. They're just too hip to be square. Yep. Uh-huh. I get so, it. And a couple of people. This is sweet. A couple of people uh, on the note of what band do you wish still had all their original members? A couple of people said Drake and Zeke. That's sweet. Mm. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you for thanks. playing with us on Facebook. We like to ask questions yeah. and, and see what you think and get your answers. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my guess that on about the third beer, Sid has this <laughs> light bulb idea. Go to Facebook. Ask this dumb question. Okay. You know what? But they're actually really If good, I'm though. getting 200 responses, maybe I'm doing something halfway fun. I, I think you're right, Sid. You're <laughs> for people, fun. I don't know. What's the one that got like 700? What the hell was that one? Oh, it was it recent? Let me scroll down. Yeah, but it was it was it was crazy. Or did um, my wife send you something nuts? Oh, it was the one about the songs with the with the emojis. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and then it we got even more. Yeah. It got even more responses because we had talked about them on air. So I had posted that we were talking about them on air, and then more people added, like sixty more people added to it. Uh, that was fun and and cool. The the uh, the what song intro makes you immediately turn up the volume got almost 200 comments. Very cool. Save those for next time. Okay, yeah. Because those were were pretty cool, too, and they were pretty accurate. Yeah. All right, great. Because <laughs> you're going to grade uh, people on it? <laughs> uh, just talk bad about them, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did see, I think, three times, and I, I turned it off, Sweet Home Alabama. I thought, gee. But then again, in the right context, in the right place, when that starts, it's kind of hard to not go. Yeah, it, I know. Yeah. Well, that I was mean, a good every, time. Yeah. From time to time. From time to time. Turn it up. Turn, Turn it up. Okay. 
Thursdays bring us our friend Bill Jones. He is uh, lawyer Bill to many of you, uh, and he has a a degree, a diploma on his wall. I guess it makes all this valid. He is now in the offices of Clark Tower on Poplar Avenue, and he does family law. He does he has answers for many legal questions, and if he doesn't know the answer, he'll find you somebody who does. But it's a chance. Or I'll make you. up something. That's probably your best <laughs> gift is just making making stuff up. Uh, but um, we will. Uh, t- we have some questions for Bill and a story or two to look at, and we welcome him to the program. And uh, let me ask you one thing real quick. Is uh, arson illegal still? They tend to frown on it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's... It, well, Murder it, is definitely still uh, they illegal tend to frown, even down They here. tend to frown on that as well. What, okay. what are you wanting to burn down? I really can't go into it, but I wanted just to check and see if it was illegal or not, so... Now I have my answer. Yeah, um, you, you, you're not supposed to do it intentionally. Okay. But if it's a, like an accident, can they trace it back to whoever they, had the gas they, can in the match? They, they probably can. There are other ways to deal with it. Um, oh, I understand. I have a whole list of options, so not I, a problem yeah, there. I get you. Okay. All right. You talked about this, which really surprised me. Maybe last week, uh, you talked about using chat GPT, uh, which is a big component, I guess the most well-known piece of the, uh, this, this never, never ending. It grows every day. There's a story someplace about who's using it. Um, the stories of the fear of it, uh, making, making man, uh, just worthless and pointless and will all be gone when the robots take over. So uh, the AI, the chat GPT is a, are they entirely involved with uh, Microsoft West as a partner? Not all AI is, no. But chat GPT is, is that correct? uh, Chat uh, GPT is, I think, open AI. Yeah, chat GPT is, is, I believe it's an open source. And then all the, all the major providers like Bing, Who's from yes. Microsoft has their own version. I hate Bing. Yeah, mm. has their own version that's and supposedly uh, Snapchat has one that's supposedly. Oh pretty, boy. Pretty so, but so by own version, do they tailor it to their needs for their engine, if you will? For like, well, like Microsoft and Bing have set it to their specs. I mean, I would assume. Look. We've been using artificial intelligence for, for years. When you call in a phone system and, and you hear a voice and it's not a person, that's artificial intelligence. The, the big thing that all these folks are going into is the fact that the new AI can learn, it can uh, un- and remember your previous chats. So that's, that's the big distinguished feature. And I think each little server is yeah, they're making their own chat GPTs with their own, you know, AI engines that can answer and assist you in different ways. Okay, so is that nerdy enough? Yeah, 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 I'm entirely lost. (laughs) So you use it now to write letters and you've uh, you 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 tell it the subjects uh, or the subject and give it what kind of instructions and what does it create? So I, I tell it, um, I, you first have to tell it 
well, I have to tell I'm an attorney. I'm an attorney and I'm practicing law. Because if not, the answer to every question is consult an attorney. But I'm like, I'm, I'm an attorney. I don't need to yes. do that. And then I'll feed in like an email and say, tell me, tell me the three practice points that I need to learn from this. Or uh, make this 18-page document 11 pages without losing any content. Um, it's just great at that. It's, that's how we're using it right now. Um, I think the sky's the limit. I was talking with another attorney uh, the other day. We think that there will come a point when you'll be able to have it pulled up on your computer, do an intake consult. So a first meeting with the client and just from chat GPT hearing the questions that the attorney's asking and the responses from the client, we think you'll then be able to hit a button and have it prepare all the documents that you need on the spot, which is going to wow. change the game of wow. law completely. So it'll pull out the deeds and things that you need from the sources you will tell it to go to. Or does well, it already you know can't the do that. No, you can't do that yet. It's not out in the wild. The version, um, well, I mean, we have access to, to the latest module here, but the one that most everybody has access to it's cut off, it's learning is cut off in 2021. So you have to cut and paste documents into the, uh, into its search engine and it looks at it. And I'm like, so at what juncture tell me what you will think. it change the game entirely? What will it take to do that? When they let it out into the wild, when they give it access to real time data, uh, which, which they that just scary haven't as yet. That, that, that sounds yeah. terrifying to give it free run, free range of, any place that they can access anything, they can just pull it up and uh, make sure job easier. But it's a little bit um, uh, concerning to me that it has that kind of, of, of a capacity to do that. I, well, well, uh, we're all going to be extinct before too long. So why even worry about it? Look, so you use it. It, it is scary. It, it is scary. The possibility that, that it, what it already has achieved and what it can achieve. But I mean, it's, it's a lot like my 15 year old son. It, it depends on whether or not they choose to use their powers for good or evil. We can exactly. just hope that we've, exactly. we've plugged the right info in. Um, it, it's a valuable, valuable tool and you're either going to have to learn how to use it or you're going to be like these guys. You remember when Google came out, we were all of age when Google came out and, We'd been using Ash Jeeves for years, and Google was like, oh, yeah. oh, this was great. And you had to figure out how to use it and how to search it pretty quick, or else you were left behind. ChatGPT is going to be the same thing. OpenAI is going to be the same thing, where you're going to have to figure out how to use it, or you're going to get left behind. But you can, you can jump on the bandwagon and still be scared to death of, of where this is going. Well, I have a story today that I won't get into right now, but it's about AI and how it will uh, transform the media and jobs like yours. And it makes the point right up front that AI will soon transform media on a scale and pace that rivals the Internet two decades ago. That's a pretty big statement um, of that kind of change. Um, and it points out that the media companies that survive and thrive will be those that, that adapt quickly to fast-changing consumer needs. Fast-changing there is the operative operative word. I just still think that um, uh, 
just those two words, artificial intelligence, makes me nervous. Fake intelligence is what that translates to. Or did I miss something? I just no, think it's, it's kind of sketchy. It, it, it's, it's artificial intelligence. It is fake intelligence. That would be a proper... But look, I mean, half the people you talk to have fake intelligence. Or fake so, intelligence. I mean, there's that. that they're stupid. It's, it's, yeah. This is just it from a computer. Um, All right. Here's the headline on the story I referred to before I ask you this, uh, this, this question. Headline says, lawyer, in quotes, greatly regrets using chat GPT for legal research. Stephen Schwartz is his name. He faces possible sanctions after citing non-existent legal cases in court. <laughs> now, but listen to the to the the body of the story, which I'm still not sure I get a can get a handle on. This he's an a, an attorney in New York. He made the unwise choice to trust his legal research to ChatGPT, and now faces a court hearing on his own. His firm uh, was repping a client suing a Colombian airline, Avianca, for injuries sustained during an encounter with a serving cart when it submitted documents that cited relevant court decisions against other airlines, such as um, Miller uh, versus United Airlines, Shaboon versus Egypt Air. There were three or four different individual charges and cases. The problem was that nobody could find these cases. Right. Six of the cases appear to be bogus judicial decisions with bogus quotes and bogus internal citations. The judge wrote on an order demanding to know what the heck this was about. In a sworn affidavit last week, uh, a colleague of this guy Schwartz said he greatly regrets using ChatGPT for research. He said it was his first time. And he was therefore unaware of the possibility that its content could be false. So the lawyers that are repping the airline began to suspect AI involvement after they tried and failed to find the cited cases. This guy, this lawyer, was so confident in the lawyer's findings that it submitted a list of docket numbers, dates, courts that had heard the cases, and judges who would see them. Chat so GPT it, had made it all yeah, up. It does. So what happened okay. here? So I had a situation like this where I, I was not foolish enough to present anything to the court. But so we've been working with Chat GPT for three or four months. I had a case come in and it was a little odd and I started looking for some precedent. So I was like, you know, let's use the, the search function on Chat GPT. So I I fed it in um a synopsis of what the what the deal was and it quoted out perfect case law that it was like wow i'm right on point i'm gonna win this thing well then i did what we call shepherdize the case shepherdizing is a fancy legal word for making sure it's good law and when i looked it up i couldn't find any of the cases so i went back and asked chat gpt are these real cases or have you made them up and the computer answered, I couldn't find any legal cases that would draw me this conclusion, so I made up some to solve your problem. Made so, up wow. some. That's so the what it, oh, wow. Yeah. So what it, yeah. 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 Oh so I gave it, it, it's almost like telling the kid, 
you know, hey, I want you to, to empty out the dishwasher. And they take all the racks and everything and take out the whole dishwasher out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it didn't under it didn't understand the assignment. It understood, you know, what I wanted it to do, but it didn't understand the spirit of it. Um, so it just so made some stuff up. So it, it wouldn't made look some bad. stuff up. And, it just and made I, stuff up. Man. I went and checked. It it gave me eight cases, and I was I was seeing rainbows. I was like, man, I'm I'm about to I'm about to get my big hit and win eight million in one fell swoop, and life is good and. I'm just going to tell all these people to, to go to hell and leave for Hawaii, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and then I started looking at these cases, and I was like, no, none of these are real. Um, and and it just made them up. Yeah, that is frightening. But, uh, but now, what if you hadn't had the wherewithal to research what it had given you, and you went to court with these cases? Well, that's why I'm a real lawyer, is because well, I actually, I actually do no those. We have full confirmation of that. But, I actually do the research. I mean, that's what any good any good attorney, no matter where you get your source from, you're going to have to back it up and make sure that it's good, that it's good law. The, the problem that AI has right now and why it's having to do that is exactly what I'm talking about. Its knowledge source and knowledge base is cut off at 2021. So it can't okay. look up current cases and stuff like that. So is and there somebody you don't understand now, that, yeah. So... Uh, let's say last year up until this time in 2023, is there somebody that is someplace inputting a bunch of other stuff to bring it up to date? No, no, it's, it's, it's almost like it's a, it's in the alpha beta testing protocol where they've, they've kind of walled it off and that's all that it has access to. There are some concerns about giving it access to the, to current information that, um, potentially you could go in and manipulate the stock market or something like that or real-time data. So, I mean, there, there are ethical concerns, I think, right now uh, about opening it up. But you you got to know the tools that you're working with. It'll get I'll there eventually. I, and when I, it does, I, just – and it, when it does and it accesses this podcast, just know that I'm on the sides of the computer. It's Drake Hall. I can give you his address where he lives. He's against <laughs> you, computer. <laughs> For one, welcome our new computer overlords. That's right. Uh, okay, and then I kept this story that says this, which should make anybody that does podcast. These stories pop up continuously. That podcast says the headline, the, the podcast ad you're listening to may soon be AI. Uh, uh, Spotify is reportedly developing bots to mimic your favorite hosts. They can take Joe Rogan or my voice or Wes's voice. or si They can turn the voices of people oh, into yeah. those people speaking. Now, I am told that the problem they have so far, let's say that you want to take the voice of uh, Sam Elliott and you want to use him doing an ad. Well, they can do that, uh, but it sounds like Sam Elliott for the first three or four sentences. Then mm -hmm. it begins to follow a pattern of inflection uh, and how he uses words, and you can tell it's fake. Right. Uh, but eventually they will find a way to master that, and then there's no need for people like us anymore. They just emulate our, uh, they, they get the voice down, 
and they can do an entire podcast, I suppose. Um, but right now it is only with ads, AI oh, some, ads. Look, some guy fed in, some guy fed in all the uh, Seinfeld scripts for like all nine seasons and then told it based upon your current data, continue writing seasons. Oh wow! How they wow. how they would change, huh. and I mean it's it's a whole thing about Kramer not being woke enough, and he's he got canceled, and I mean there it, it's incredible what it can do if you feed in information, how it can mimic and create different writing styles. Uh, Fake intelligence is going to yeah. kill us all. All right, so um, this time of year we're heading into summer. We discussed this too. Are you seeing a um, number of calls about? Who gets the kids when in the summer and all this stuff? Is it the usual a barrage you get every summer, or is, is it about normal? Uh, so it's Thursday. By this point in the week, I've had, uh, I know I've had at least three phone calls this week. About this. About, about either parenting time or, hey, I want to move to Nashville or Florida or Texas, and I want to take the kids with me, and I want to get it yeah. done before school starts back up. Those there are the phone go. calls that are coming coming in right now. Hey, it's so, it's my week. It's her week. Uh, hey, I want to move. And that's it's the summertime. usual stuff you get. In, in, well, unbelievable. All right. Uh, we have questions for Lawyer Bill. Sid, go. All right. This one says, my son rents in Olive Branch. So he lives in Olive Branch. He rents. He was stopped the other day for a safety check. They gave him a ticket for a Tennessee tag and license. He uses our address which is in Tennessee, I guess, for everything. This is the parent. They told him he has to change all of it to Mississippi before going to court on June 20th. Do you know if he must have Mississippi if, if, if he's only renting? Yeah, so that's, that's new. Um, uh, it's something Olive Branch is just trying to do. We actually got a notice about that um, in our neighborhood not long ago that they're trying – what they're trying to do is you've got so many people that are, are fleeing Memphis or renting space down there. You've got all these Tennessee tags down there. And unlike, unlike Shelby County, your tags in Mississippi have to be current. I mean, they'll pull you over if they're out of date. Um, driving around with no tag or one of these drive-out tags in Mississippi, they, they just ain't cottoning to it down there. And they will pull you over. So what they're doing is trying to make everybody that lives down there, and yes, if he is leasing down there for a period of a year, he's a resident. He's using the city's streets. He's using, um, you know, our, our, our roadways, and he should be, as a taxpayer down there, should be contributing to it. So that's what they're saying is, even though you're renting, you're still a citizen down there. Um, if you're going to use their roadways and pay their taxes, you... You need to have their tags. Um, and really, truth truth be told, tags down in Mississippi, just after your vehicle's four or five years old, your tags are dirt cheap down there. Uh, yeah, but isn't it county by county? Because you, uh, in this county, a DeSoto, you pay, uh, I mean, it's something like a 10% of the value of your car. And... If once you drive down to down to a tunica and get tags down there, I've been told it's about twenty five bucks. That's the entire charge for any car. So this can change 
county by county, which I thought was sure. really weird. Sure, but in what 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 the person's asking is if he's just renting a house down there for a year or so, does he need to get tags down there? And I, I think the answer is yes. Um, yeah, I guess so. I when you, you know, I guess when you first move down here from uh, Tennessee, uh, you can you can ignore it for a while, but um, I guess that somebody always catches you. I don't know how they do that, but you're you're always encouraged to go get, get your tags for the state that you live in. So that well, think you know, about it. So I mean, there's a safety concern there too. If 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 this guy's running through and hits somebody. Um, well, the title and registration shows that he lives at mom and daddy's house in right. Tennessee. So some attorney's going to file suit against mom and daddy out in Tennessee, and he's going to say, no, I don't live there. I live down in Mississippi. Um, okay. So he, he needs to get a title down there. Sorry. All right. Okay. Sorry, dude. There you go. All right. Question for lawyer Bill, eight seven eight nine four two zero. Go ahead. All right, Mark wonders, is it worth suing for libel for someone posting false lies on Facebook? I can prove they are lying, he says. I saw okay. this today someplace else, too. So, Interesting it, question. It, it is, uh, but it's not, it's only pertinent to you, or it, it's only worth doing if they have hurt your ability to earn income. Mm-hmm. So let's use some examples. If I said, um, I don't know, if I said Sid was Sid was a quadriplegic, well, she's not, so that's obviously a lie. That's not going to hurt her reputation, right? She she can easily disprove that. No reasonable person would believe that she's okay. But if I called Drake after the show today and said, Drake, I think Sid was drunk on air. And I had nothing to, I had nothing to, to substantiate that. I just, I, I thought that. And then you called her up and Sydney's like, no, I, I wasn't drunk. And you say, well, you're fired. It's over. Have a good life. Well, then at that point, my lie has cost her her job. Mm-hmm. So then, yes, she should sue me because I've affected her ability to earn income. And that's the only, only reason that somebody could sue for slander or whatever the words are is if that was the whole amber heard johnny depp case was yeah. she said that because he lied about her being you know doing whatever she couldn't make movies and he said because she lied he lost movies so they were both they were both suing each other over that um because they couldn't make money or they were saying that they had lost money because of the lies it would be the same thing if some if some client came up in here and said that I did something I was doing lines of coke off of a glass when they walked in or something like that, and they posted that on, on online and it hurt my business, then I could sue them and say this wasn't true. Um, but it has to hurt my ability to. Have to you make ever seen a case like this since uh, this you know Facebooking and all the twittering is so full of anger and hate and ugliness? It seems like this would would crop up every day, uh, but unless it is focused on that one point, there's no case to be had. Has anybody ever come to you with that and said, "Listen, this guy has called me this, and it's not right"? And but if it's a personal, you know, it, an attack, it doesn't matter unless it I, I've seen, impedes I've your. Seen, 
Yeah, I've seen one in my career that actually hurt this guy's income. He actually had a case, and but we did not file. And the reason we didn't file anything is because the person that was posting these untrue things on, on this business's Facebook page, he, he didn't have two cents to rub together. Uh, he didn't have anything. So if we sued him Blood for libel turnip. or slander, there's there's nothing to get there. So we just blocked him. So how often do you think this is a relevant um, case that does go to court and does does result in uh, somebody getting something uh, if the other person has any money? But if the if if the guy didn't have any money, um, how many times is that relevant in the course of a day? If somebody wants to sue somebody for saying something that was in fact a detriment to their career, well, think but that about person having, has no money, so why even even bother? Think about having to prove that though. If if I go back to to my example of me doing drugs here in the office and and it's untrue, but somebody says it anyway. Uh, how am I going to prove that, you know, Wes called the, heard this rumor and decided not to hire us just because of that rumor? Unless I can prove that Wes oh. heard it mm. and, and would have hired me except for that rumor, I don't have a good case. Yeah. So they really are hard to prove. That so was the whole Johnny Depp, yeah. Amber, Amber Heard thing where Johnny kept saying um, they – they wouldn't give me a job and Amber kept saying, well, he had already been fired from that job because he was a drunk. It had nothing to do with what I said. That was that whole case was slander and libel. Hmm. I wonder if she ever had to pay him that money or did that end up being one of those uh, civil suits after the fact? I forgot now. I think, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm she had to sure. pay some money that I doubt that she had, you know, just laying around someplace. So, you know, on that note, on a on a, a tangent, um, it's been very quiet here as we head into um, June and the summer. What is the next step um, in the Elliot? What's his name? Um, not Elliot. Um, uh, Tyree Nichols. Where does that stand? Because that's all become very quiet, like it never happened. But you know, simmering away underneath something is an onslaught of of cases and media coverage and where does that stand as far as a time frame? Do you know? There's several aspects to, to talk about here. So, I mean, if we're talking about the arrest of the officers uh, and, and their case being tried, you know, that, that could be another year. Uh, it's, it's going to be slow going on that. They're going to make sure that all the T's are crossed and all the I's are dotted. I just don't see that one ending anytime soon. If you're talking about the civil suit that the family has against the city, uh, there's some... Those can't run at the same time, can they? No, they can. They can absolutely run at the same time. Boy, what a mess that is. But you're you're wiser to wait uh, until the conviction occurs. So right now, the officers haven't been convicted of anything. You want to wait for the officers to be convicted, and then you can take that conviction over into your civil case and ask for more money. But I, I am still, I will be dumbfounded if all of it doesn't plea deal. If both the civil case and the and the uh, cops don't all just strike deals. If if this is on courtroom TV, 
I'll I'll be shocked. What I mean, kind of plea deals can you possibly strike with all the evidence against all of them? With all the footage and all, this was a horribly ugly thing internationally. What kind of plea deal do you do you enter? I mean, what is it? Oh, I mean, that would, the be the, used that would be on the that? prosecutor, but you always, you can always offer. We didn't mean to. We were well, no, so, no, no. So, I mean, if, if you take these people to trial and they were to somehow get off, you, you know, you're rolling the dice at that, that a jury might let these folks off. So it's always better to make a deal if you can and say, well, you'll agree to serve this time. We'll take... We'll take the death penalty off the off the. We'll take murder one off. We'll down downgrade it to manslaughter, something like that. Um, it saves the taxpayers. It saves everybody money, and infuriates um, the family. Hence, a it, civil it, suit it, after it. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, is there anything to be said for uh, the time, the the uh, downtime uh, from the incident until they enter back into this? to give uh, the public, and from the public there will be a jury drawn. Does this, um, is it done, not intentionally, but with some thought toward letting all of this get quieter no. so you can find an impartial jury? Or is that going to even be possible? No, I mean, they'll, they'll try and, and get a jury from in here. Look, if you've heard about it, you, you're not, you can't not be a juror. Uh, it's, do you, have you already decided the case? Do you think that you can hear the evidence fairly and have an open mind? How, That's how the litmus could you test. with the way this was done? Everybody and their mama saw this, this, this footage endlessly and heard well, the story. So but how all do you we find saw, somebody all that we is saw is what the, you know, but all, again, all we saw was, I, I have no doubt that these officers are going down and what they did was, was wrong, but. I've known some good defense lawyers in my time, and we do not know what happened before those cameras started rolling. And I, if one of these guys decides to go to trial and doesn't want to take a deal, you can bet they're not, they're going to offer up something. They're going to say that, you know, one officer had PTSD or, uh, yeah. was, you know, they knew each other from when they were kids. Something's going to come up. A good defense attorney can make a good argument. And that's well, why you would take a deal, too, is just to head that off. Well, this will be uh, a national uh, you know, thing, no doubt. I mean, it's would, national I mean, if we go to trial. It's national if we go to trial. If, yeah. if, these, if these guys take deals and the, the, then the city pays off, it goes away quietly. Hmm. Um, well, it was a pretty wide-open, ugly deal for, for you know, weeks around here. Well, we'll see how that goes. All right, back to questions for Lawyer Bill, 878-9420. Go ahead, Sid. All right, this is a follow-up from a gal who got a traffic uh, 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 camera ticket, and now they've gotten another thing in the mail saying delinquent notice of violation, so they just want to double-check. It says they're adding $45 to the thing, so they owe $95. It's the year making model of the car, you it's, know, the yada yada. It's the same the, thing the, that I've got. The intersection, the, the, the police department, somebody's name is on there. If it if it says it's not going to affect your credit, if it says it doesn't go towards your points, if it says, then then I don't pay them. 
No. It's if it says send it to to Louisville, Kentucky, or some reporting yeah. place down in Miami, I'm like, no, you're not getting. It, it. says Knoxville, I think, on the ones here. I will pay if, a, if Bob the cop pulls me over on the corner because he's sitting there eating, you know, eating and drinking, and he's got a radar gun on me. I'm going to pay that ticket for speeding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Because he'll but sign if, it. Yeah, but if you know, if the Roomba electronic uh, camera is going to take a picture of me, I'm not going to pay some com- some computer. I'm just not. No, I well, know. I'm going to yeah, tell Chat GPT, to- <laughs> do I have to pay this or not? But and the only throw it away. alternative that I will uh, offer up to that one is um, Union City, Tennessee, and they have had this for years up there. And I have brought it up in the past, and the last time we traveled up there, um, what they have uh, as you first come into that uh, small town is a white SUV on the side of the road, inconspicuous, but it's obviously there, with camera lights on the back, the front, the sides, and so on. As you leave that city, there is one that sits out on a place before you head to the South Fulton exit, and it is the same kind of thing. And it is sitting in a place where the speed limit uh, is way too low for what the road is. But there are two of them. And if you know that they're there, you slow it down. So uh, last year, two years ago, I got one of those things in the mail. And I ignored it. And then I got a second one. And I, I gave it a little bit more of a, you know, you know, I just, it is from Union City. And the check goes to the UCPD. So that one I paid. Yeah. Now, maybe that was an arguable point. No one signed it, but it was being sent to their government and not some place in Alaska. So that one I paid because it seemed like a real threat. I, would, I probably yeah. would have paid that one too. If I got a traffic ticket telling me to pay it to the Shelby County court clerk, at you know 140 right. Jefferson, checks in the mail, baby. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's going this, to some third party, and it's a scam, like most everything else. This one actually does say payable to the city of Memphis. Well, that's interesting. In person, or I'm trying to read it so small. In person, or do not send cash. Wait a minute. What's the address on it? That's the key. Payment in person. And it gives you the, you know, two, 201 Poplar uh, room something or other payable to the city of Memphis is on the back of this thing. That's a new but, one on me. How about you, Bill? I hadn't seen that one yet. If it says it's payable to room, what is it, 856 down at, down it, there, that is the I can't read office. it. It's so small. But it says pay. you've got it pay, pay, you know, either in person or in the mail. Now, the front of the thing at the top left, it's like a letterhead or whatever it says city of memphis photo enforcement program but then it has a knoxville address but on the back it says pay the city of memphis i so i'm kind of now i'm confused because they all say uh the it's to knoxville right that's Mm -hmm. why that's why we've always said you know don't don't pay them but shoot me a copy of it yeah that's a look at it i sure will it's yeah it mentions ordinance 5108 but still, if it says on there that it won't, it doesn't affect your credit, they can't um, arrest you for it. 
you're not in contempt of court, it won't go against your driving record, I still wouldn't pay it. But I'll yeah. I'll look at it and, and double check. Sounds good, yeah. All right. Was there one more text there, Sydney? I think that is it for Bill. Yeah, I think that's it for okay. Bill. Okay. Well, we we did uh, cover some uh, good ground here, and we may have have uh, discovered a new thing with this ticket process too. That's interesting. Let's find out an answer for next time that we have our. I will give it a look. On. I'll give it a look. All right, man. Uh, good luck with that Chat GPT, and uh, for God just for God's sake, double check this clown because he's a computer and you're a person. Yeah, no fake cases. I'll check. Eight them. cases, and they were all fake. Nice try. All fake. That's all but, that's but it solved. That should make people uh, stand up and take notice. I think. But it it tells me right now it can write it could write a great crime novel, it could write a great <laughs> um, mystery novel and make up cases to support it. That would be interesting. But anyway. So that means it could reference the manuscripts of the hundreds of books written about crime since the 20s and 30s up to the present time. That and is correct. Grab pieces of it and make them fit. That is In correct. a sensible, plausible context. Yeah. Wes, there's an idea for you, man. Oh, yeah, sure. Der <laughs> derivative plagiarism. That's exactly what I want to specialize in. <laughs> Good name for a band. Hey, uh, it is Bill Jones, the Jones Law Firm, to access, contact, find him. What do we do, Bill? Yes, you can go online to our website, lawyerbill.com, and then uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook under that name, too. So you can find us anywhere. The office number is 761-5353. And uh, thank you for going over to see our friends at the, uh, at the, at the brewery, um, at the Ready Room. Um, how was the experience to go see that and have, a, have all those craft beers? I guess was, there wasn't much work done after that. Yeah, so we each got a different beer on Friday. We we went Friday, you know, twelve thirty one. We went um, and and had a beer, and uh, then we got a flight, which were three little beers, and yeah, we just went home after that. But the food, <laughs> the the, the food was incredible. Um, we had wontons and those afterburner bites, and this is going to sound funny, but the hush puppies. Uh, I'm I am a fan of a good old hush puppy, and their hush puppies are on point. Uh, Very nice. All right, my but friend. It's a walk. Uh, thank you. It's, it's a what? It's an easy walk from Clark Tower. So uh, it is. I didn't realize. Oh, that. they're they're right smart. There. They have a entrance that's open not only from Brookhaven side, but you can enter from the Clark Tower side. Ah, sweet. Yeah. We'll have to mention that. Okay. All right, Bill. Uh, thank you, sir. We'll see you next time. Have a good week, and thank you for being here with us. Thank you all. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, remember to support us so we can keep eating and keep doing this, and uh, we thank you all. On that note, just like Melanie, she texted, she heard Angel Eyes by Jeff Healy, and that is why she listens 24-7. What a lovely piece by a sightless person who found a way to express his music with a guitar on his lap. I've been listening for years and love the music and all of you. I've made a, a support I have supported you and will, again, let the music live on, says Melanie. Very Thank nice. You, Melanie. And I'll tell you again, on the way out, Jeff Healy was on the air with uh, Drake and Zeke at Rock 103 back in the day. He and both the guys in his band. And they were the most unassuming, laid-back dudes. And, of course, Jeff was blind. And uh, they had a new album out. And it might have been the one with Angel Eyes on it. And so Jeff, uh, he he kind of you know feels his way around, 
and he sat down by Zeke uh, mm-hmm. with his uh, guitar, and we introduced them, and we all were talking and laughing, and I think it was Zeke that said to everybody in general, um, have you seen the cover of Jeff's new album? Pause. He hasn't. <laughs> Mac, you were here all week. And and he laughed the loudest. All right. Uh, support us. Bye.